You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Hello, I'm Willie George. I want to welcome you today to the Faith Roots Podcast. We're going to take our text from Ephesians 6.18. You ought to know it by now. It's the Good Speed Translation. Use every kind of prayer. There's more than one kind. Every kind of prayer and entreaty, and at every opportunity, pray in the Spirit. So we've talked about the prayer of authority or the prayer of binding and loosing. We've talked about the prayer of consecration where we make a surrender to God. We've talked about the prayer of petition. We've talked about the prayer of agreement today, and now we talk about the prayer of commitment. You know, I think this prayer could also be termed as the prayer of release, because that's really what it is. There is a time when we need to release our cares onto the Lord. 1 Peter 5, 7 says this, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. I have been in services before where this type of prayer was taught on, and the pastor would pass out pieces of paper and have people write on the piece of paper what was bothering them the most. What care do you have that's really weighing on you right now? I want you to give it to the Lord. So they would take that piece of paper and write the care out and then walk the piece of paper up and everybody would run to the front of the church or walk to the front of the church and throw the paper out to the front by the altar. They're casting it on the Lord. Now, if you need to do something like that symbolically to help you in your faith to realize what you've done, you're giving this to God, and he would say, don't come back down here and pick this up. When you come back to church next week, don't come looking for your care up here at the altar. What a great way to illustrate that. And so that is the prayer of commitment. We are committing this to the Lord. There are occasions where we experience great difficulties in things that we are not in the best position to pray for. Now, uh, I heard a pastor years ago do a little teaching on there are problems you can solve, but yet there are tensions you have to manage. This is in the tensions you have to manage category. Uh, There are a lot of things that I can fix immediately with my authority, that I'm in a position of authority over a certain thing, something happens, I can clean that up. But then there are times that I would like to see something cleaned up, but I am not in a position to do that, and yet I have the care of that, and it eats at me. That's a great time to pray the prayer of commitment, where you give this to the Lord. And uh, it is a problem that would give you cause for worry. And instead of worrying, you say, no, I've given that to God. You're saying to God, God, I'm trusting you to fix this. You didn't ask for something specific, uh, but you gave the problem to the Lord. Uh, It's a type of prayer uh, that is not so much a specific request, but it's more of a release. Now, listen to this one, Philippians 4, 6. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now, this is a different kind of prayer. This is a prayer of petition, and it is a specific request. Let your requests be made known to God. 
this prayer we're talking about, the prayer of commitment, is not a specific request. In other words, I don't know what to specifically ask for. So I am giving this problem or this care to the Lord, saying, Lord, I'm giving this over to you, and and I'm unloading this on you. I'm not going to worry about it anymore. I'm giving this to your care. Uh, Psalm 55:22 is the Old Testament version of this, which says, unload your burden to Yahweh. And the idea is that this burden is big and heavy and you're taking it and rolling it over on him. So this is the kind of, of prayer that uh, we pray when we don't know exactly what to pray for, or maybe we think we do, but we're not really in authority to do it. Uh, a lot of times you'll see things in your children. If you have grown children, they have children, uh, but you're not in the same place of authority that you were when you were the parent. Uh, this is a great time to pray that prayer of commitment, and you're committing this to the Lord. Uh, or maybe you've got another relative that is in a particular situation, and yes, you would like to see them do a certain thing, but it's not your place to pray that. So you can give that to the Lord. Sometimes it pertains to something that you are going through, and there's someone in a position of power who is superior to you. And you can't make them do this, that, or the other. They're making decisions that are frustrating you, that are bothering you, and uh, you can't make them do what you would want them to do. So you commit this thing to the Lord. That's a great time to pray that prayer. So that is the prayer of commitment. Now we're going to switch over and talk about yet another kind of prayer. This one is the prayer of thanksgiving, and it can be a component of any kind of prayer. Now I'm going to read Philippians 4, 6 again. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. Now, uh, thanksgiving should be a component of every kind of prayer. You should never pray any prayer without thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is a huge part of it. And I think it's good to do a Thanksgiving sandwich where you start with Thanksgiving and you end with Thanksgiving. And in the middle, you make your requests. And so use the Thanksgiving sandwich when you uh, are praying every prayer that you pray. But there are some times that... Uh, that it's the sole purpose of our prayer is just to give thanks. But it's such a strong thing to do that we enter every encounter with God with thanksgiving. Listen to Psalm 100 and verse 4. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving. You, you may not realize this, and into his courts with praise. When you pray, you're going to court. You're going before the judge of all the earth and you're making a case with your prayers asking for something from the king. And so that's what the courts of the Lord are. This is a legal thing that you're doing. And so you approach with protocol. That is, you go into the courts of praise with thanksgiving. I was asleep and the Lord woke me out of my sleep back in September of 1996, middle of the night. And I, I had a strong sense of the presence of God. I knew that I had been awakened because God wanted to speak to me. So I did this. I had learned something by reading that story of little Samuel, who, when the Lord called him, the Lord didn't tell him a thing until he said, Speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. 
Samuel didn't know the word of the Lord, didn't know the voice of the Lord. And so he got up and ran into Eli, the high priest, and said, you call me? And finally, Eli realized, no, it's not me calling you, it's the Lord. So you go back in and lay down, and when you hear that voice again, you say, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. So Samuel did. And the Lord came back again, and Samuel said, this time, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. God wanted both Eli and Samuel to know that it was the Lord who was talking to him. And so there is a protocol for approaching the Lord. The Lord wanted to be acknowledged and addressed, and that's what happened. Samuel said, speak, Lord, for thy servant heareth. When you sense the Lord, I would say to you, don't immediately start saying, what do you want, Lord? I've learned to start by saying, Lord, I'm entering into your holy presence now, and I do nothing but worship you, and I give you thanks, and I give you praise, and I thank you for your goodness. I did that that night in 1996 for probably 10 minutes. And after 10 minutes, I had established my protocol. I had approached the Lord the way you're supposed to approach royalty. And then I said, Lord, why did you come? Why did you come to talk to me tonight? Instantly, I heard these words in my spirit. If you do what I tell you to do, you will have 50,000 people at Dry Gulch USA this December. And I said, Lord, what do I do? Now, I expected to hear a voice, but I didn't hear a voice. I started seeing, not with a vision, but in my mind's imagination. It was an inward revelation. I saw the new train that we had put in at Dry Gulch. I thought it was going to be just for our summer camp. I saw it rolling through the Bible, and I saw big pictures made out of wood and steel. And they were pictures of the story of redemption, why man needed to be saved. I saw a cross, I saw a tomb, I saw a nativity scene, and we called this whole thing Christmas train. We had, even the first year, 50,000 people who came and rode that train. Over a 17-year period, we had over a million different people involved with that Christmas train. It's an amazing thing. And so the thing that I would say to you is that came to me when I had the right kind of protocol in my dealing with the Lord, I began to worship him and give him thanks. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful to him and bless his name. Prayers of thanksgiving lead us to our first purpose. And I want you to see that here in the book of Revelation chapter 4. And uh, these are the four and 20 elders who are worshiping the Lord. And this is what they say in verse 11, Revelation 4, King James Bible. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power, for thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. You know, our first purpose is worship. You know, I may be called to preach. I may be called to administrate. I may be called to... Uh, be a missionary or to serve. I have all kinds of different possibilities. But before any of that, I'm called to be a worshiper of God. And there is nothing that establishes that more than when you pray the prayer of thanksgiving. Make that a part of your life. I'm, I'm going to encourage you to pray the prayer of thanksgiving at least two or three times a day. Now, you know what's wonderful about it? You don't have to pray it long. The prayer of thanksgiving doesn't have to be lengthy. You can do it just very simply. Lord, I worship you. I give you glory. It's amazing 
what kind of dimension will be added to your life when you learn to offer regularly the prayer of thanksgiving. All the time I have for today, but we will pick up here tomorrow. See you then. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.